hello everybody welcome to let's talk truth my name is katrina and i am here today with my inexorable co-host whoa haven't Desiree. heard that one before <laughs> have you even heard the no first inexorable no oh not verse <laughs> wow off to a great start <laughs> <Woo>! uh, <laughs> the word the no word. um so it means like immovable like okay not shaken like okay. you're steadfast oh that's a good yeah. one um, I like it. Actually came. I also did not know the word inexorable until um, high school in Bible quizzing. Our team name was inexorable oh. one year because it, it was actually in one of the verses that was in the scripture that we had to memorize. Yeah. Could you imagine the poor quiz masters every single time you had to call on one of us? Because you have to call <laughs> on the name and then the chair number. Oh, no. So there's chairs like one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. So depending on who would stand up, they'd have to be like inexorable four. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't uh, even realize that until like just now talking back on about it. But like, man, we uh didn't really make it easy on them. <laughs> All right, episode thirty-five. <gasps> oh my goodness! This is the season one finale. You know, by the, the time this episode comes out, you're gonna have baby. I'm, you know, I like, might be in labor while this is happening. I I don't I can't think of when it would come out in the ca- maybe. Yeah, it's possible. No, this this should be airing July fourth. I better not be yeah, having yeah, my you baby. You better not today. be having him on July fourth. Ah, if anybody but. knows, <laughs> the fourth of July is the only day that I do not want to have my baby because I do not want him to have to share his birthday with Fourth of July. With the Fourth of July, yeah, because it's okay. It's a family holiday already. Like you get together with your family, right? And for family holidays. If your birthday is on that, ho- like it's always just going to get roped in. Yeah, you know? it's not yeah. like you're going to celebrate the Fourth of July and then the next day you're going to celebrate the birthday. No, it's always just going to be looped in. You know, what if my son doesn't like the combo of red, white, and blue? You know, uh, yeah. I don't know, but I want him to. The only pro would be fireworks every year on his birthday. True, <sighs> but either way, you're either going to have him by the time this yes. episode comes out, or he's going to be almost here. Or he's going to be very ready to pop because yes. that would be 40 weeks and um, yeah, you one, would be overdue. Two, three, four days. Yeah. yeah you'd be overdue. <laughs> yep. So, anywho, this will be the season one finale. It, it's like it's like a happy reason, but also really sad. I know. <laughs> but Ooh. we will come back. We will come back. <laughs> Just take a break. Okay. Um, so this episode is titled Promises of God. What a high note yes. to end on. One and a good encouraging one. Yes. It's like, what if we ended with like tactics of our oh. enemy? <laughs> no, we're ending on a really good positive high note. <laughs> some fun truths to talk. You the know, beauty. some truth is really hard to talk about. It, like, yeah. It's really convicting and challenging. Even though it and even those hard truths, it's really important to talk about them. Yes, but but some are these, much easier. These to talk light about. truths to talk <laughs> about that are beautiful and wonderful to talk about. Beautiful <laughs> and wonderful. Not no, talking no, no. about the trials and challenges. Yeah. Of life. <laughs> yeah, just go back to why why do we go through hard times and <laughs> all that all that good good content there. But there there's a point in, in, in this podcast episode that I want to touch on that kind of goes with the, the promises and the hard times. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll touch oh, on that. I'm not saying that. I'm no, I know. But uh, you say yeah. that, I, I, I will bring in a, a little dark, but I'll make it beautiful at the end. Here, here like, <laughs> hear it a little bit. Hey, <laughs> truth, just because it's truth doesn't mean it's dark. Okay, it's true. If it's truth, it's You'll light. understand when we get okay. to that point. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, I hear you. Okay, so. <laughs> it, <laughs> We're slap happy at this point. Rainbows and unicorns and, you know, it, it's partially rainbows and unicorns, but it's not always rainbows and unicorns. So, yes, this might be a little more sparkly rainbow unicorny than some topics, but it'll have its, it all, it all has its dull side. I but don't know. It's I'm all to truth. <laughs> it's all truth. Amen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Promises of God. Um, point number one. What are promises? Did you go to Classic Candy Dandy point. Google? <laughs> uh, um, I believe I did, but I didn't cite what. I didn't cite mine either. Oh, man. <laughs> It's probably Oxford language. Most likely. It, Either that or Merriam-Webster. Typically the Or first, dictionary.com. The first one that normally pops up is Oxford Oxford languages. Yeah. Oh, for our season one finale, we had to have a classic point one. Oh, of course. <laughs> you had to bring it back to the beginning. Exactly. So what are promises? Desiree, why don't you uh, take it away? So I have a declaration. So, so when I looked at, first of all, when I looked at promises, I was getting some weird stuff. So I was like, well, let's take the promises off of it. So what is a promise? Okay. So a promise is a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. Hmm. Mine is very similar, not the exact same. It says to I might I think mine's like the verb, like to promise somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It says assure someone that one will definitely do, give, or arrange something, undertake or declare that something will happen. Mm -hmm. Assurance. Yeah. I love assurance. Oh yes, <laughs> um, and I was also like researching different like what different people said promises were, and I really liked. Yeah. Um, there's this person named W. E. Vine. Um, no idea who they are, so <laughs> we don't we don't know the credibility of this. But I think it sounded really good, and I think it holds some truth to it. Um, it says that a promise is a gift graciously bestowed, not a pledge secured by negotiation. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah, right? I'm like, a gift graciously bestowed, not a pledge secured by negotiation. Because uh-huh. you think about it, like, when you're like, I promise. It's always out of, like, a loving, it's from a loving place when you promise something. Yes. And I tried to look up, um, actually, I don't know if I tried to look up the Greek word for promise in the Bible. Okay. Because I feel like we just talk about God's promises I'm not sure how many verses there are that are like, that's probably, I promise to give so you so many. It's more so just the language of, I will do this. I will do that. Yeah. That's what, so I didn't look up the and, actual word promise, but I did yeah. look up, um, different people's like perspectives on like what promises in the Bible, like what they mean. Um, and I really liked how in touch ministries put it, it says that. Christianity rests on a foundation of God's promises. There are two kinds of promises, unconditional and conditional. Um, Fulfillment of an unconditional promise rests solely with the Lord. One example is God's covenant to never again destroy the entire earth by flood. Um, On the other hand, if a promise is conditional, fulfillment depends on certain requirements being met. The transaction can be expressed as an if-then statement. Um, For example... James 1, 5 through 7 tells us that if if we request wisdom from God by asking in faith without doubting him, then he will give it generously. And in Matthew uh, 6, 32 through 33, Jesus promises that if we seek first God's kingdom and righteousness, 
then everything we need will be provided. So the Lord will do exactly what he has promised, but when there's a condition, you must satisfy the requirements he has set. Which I think was very true, because a lot of times and when we talk about the promises of God, we don't talk about how most of the promises also come with a, hey, if you want it, if you do it. like Yeah, a condition. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, God isn't like forcing prosperity on us. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if that was the case, the whole world would be happy rainbows and sunshine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, but there's this guy named Satan. and uh, Yeah, you hmm. gotta say it. And then you also, like, God wants you to, to go to him. He gave us free will. Yep. So like he loves being pursued. He's there. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be pursued. So like he's there and he's waiting for you to pursue him. And then he is like hands full of gifts. Like, okay, as soon as you yep. say something, here you go. <laughs> yep. He's like, come to me. I got all these things. I'll give you. I promise <laughs> yeah. I'll give you I'll these promise things. To give to you. Just ask. You need some rest. You need some wisdom. But <laughs> you gotta come to me. Yeah, you gotta come to me first. <laughs> like you love being pursued. Everybody loves being pursued. Yeah. You know? I think that's one of the reasons, like, it's one of the things that really reflect God in us. Because, you know, we're created in his image. Yeah. And one of the things that, like, as humans, um, I see a lot is that everybody wants, like, everybody likes being pursued. Oh, yeah. By someone sure. you want to be pursued by. Let me just say yeah, that. Right. We're not yeah. talking about, like, we, the we stalker like <laughs> Joey down the street who's really, like, creeping on you with some Definitely binoculars. Definitely like being pursued by those creeps. No. No, no, no. We're not talking about... Wow. Okay. <laughs> not talking about that, that kind of situation. You guys start you know tongues I mean. over there. <laughs> you know, uh, the season finale might be the time, though. No. <laughs> but seriously, um... It's definitely uh, people enjoy being pursued. Okay, we're going to end that bunny trail because uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought anyway, so that's fine. Moving in, point number two. Uh, why did God give us promises? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Des? So, I had to look it up because I'm like, well, of course, like we're his children we're his masterpieces like of course he wants to like mm-hmm. he wants to give us things yeah but i was like well, okay well, what's the technique like if you look it up what what do you find i found because he wants us to accomplish great things because like he we're called to do great things okay. so he wanted to promise us and then i found a little bit more and he says he wants us to experience his joy and share his priorities unlocking mm. the power of god's unfailing promises in our life is with is within reach he has given us everything we need for living a godly life nice so like all his promises are giving us all the tools we need to live a godly life yeah in him yeah yeah <laughs> i like that no that's really good i know i feel like it's a very deep question like if you genuinely yeah. ask yourself why did god give us promises because then you think about it, you're like well he didn't have to mm-hmm. like no, no god did not have to promise us absolutely anything Mm-mm. like he did not he it's he does not have to do that yet he has and he does a lot in the bible you know mm-hmm. like he is known for his promises and keeping his promises and never breaking yeah. promises yeah um and so i think part of it is it's showing it's reflecting his character like it's something that's a part of his character oh yeah for being sure promise keeper and also it just shows his deep level of 
commitment to mm-hmm. us. Because what does a promise really have? Like, what does a promise stand for? It stands for a commitment. I'm committing to you. I'm committing mm-hmm. to do this thing for you. I'm committing to give this thing to you. I assure you, I will do this. Like, it's tying you indefinitely mm-hmm. to that person with that thing because he loves us so much and he wants to show us his deep level of commitment he gives us promises um that reflect his unchanging character yeah and kind of like how i said before when we make promises we make them out of a loving place so does god and he is the most loving thing in this universe (laughs) in this everything loving being period yeah god is love he is love and like so his promises are so much stronger than like our promises oh yeah as you said god never breaks his promises you know how many times humans break their promises (laughs) because we are not perfect and we're not god but like god never breaks his promises even if it may feel like that like the promise isn't coming in our timing amen but because his timing is different and and that's like it's such a hard thing for us humans to understand because we have such a different aspect of time yes but like he never breaks his promises even if like the promise he made you doesn't come for 10 years he still completes his promise. Yeah, like that's what if he hasn't fulfilled the promise, he just hasn't fil- fulfilled it yet. Like mm-hmm. that's what you could be sitting there and be like, "Well, God promised me this and I don't have it." And it's like, "Is there air in your lungs?" Yet. Yeah. Okay, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> you're, you're still breathing. That was very sassy. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Is no. there air in your lungs? <laughs> no, but seriously, like that's honestly down from like the start of like look at um Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and how yes. he promised abraham and sarah that like multitudes like generations generations your children will many see the number of the stars in the sky yeah yeah and they're like old fuddy-duddies and and they're like like, how in the world way we're gonna have kids yes so from their understanding god didn't fulfill his promise like okay god didn't make this happen yeah we're old we're not having kids you know like what like god you you're not fulfilling what you said you know But it's, like, not yet. Like, mm-hmm. if he hasn't fulfilled it, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be fulfilled. It means Just not, not yet. yet. And I also think that um, when we we have to be careful, too, with what we feel like God has promised us. Mm-hmm. Because I also think that sometimes we think that um, life should be, like, hunky-dory, happy. <laughs> and that we're going to get all the things that we want in life, like... If God's put a, a desire in your heart, a specific desire, mm-hmm. um, specifically for like material things. Yeah. Like we talk about this all the time because like Samuel and I talk about this kind of thing because there are so many places that we would want to live. So many like houses and all that kind of all that jazz. And like, yeah. I would love to have like a whole like indoor pickleball court arena, <laughs> you know, like this kind of, and like practically, I don't know if in this life those all those things will come to fruition. Mm hmm. And I have to be careful because it's not like God has promised me to. God has promised give things me... that we need. Yes. Um. And there's times that He blesses us with things that we desire. Don't necessarily. Yeah. We don't necessarily need it, but, but we, we desire. desire. And there's times that He will bless us with those things, but He will always give us what we need. Yes. And so, He has promised us, like you said, to give us what we need. So something I also found, um, from 
this weird website called LancasterFarming.com. Um, so you know, I think I came across that and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, so I, I just got scolded. It. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, I got to give credit because I'm gonna like directly read from it. But ah. I thought it, it was really good. It said, "God's truth gives us confidence in His word. God's promises give anchor to our souls and encouragement to our hope when we come before Him in prayer." While our own feelings cannot be trusted because they are so changeable depending on what is going on in our lives, it is God's promises that enable us to rise above our present situations. Which I thought that was so true because it's like our feelings, like it said, are so changeable. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we look at our feelings as if they're facts or as if, honestly, our feelings are our understanding a lot of times too. Um, like Abraham and Sarah did not feel like they were having children anytime soon. You know, like I think, like in the Bible, like it says that they kind of laughed at God saying that they would still have kids because they're like, <laughs> yes, yeah, while we're this old, no way. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so I just love that it encompasses saying that in our own feelings that they can't be trusted, but God gives us these promises that can be trusted. Yeah. You know, it's not like he doesn't give us anything that's consistent, that's permanent, that's something that we can hold on to and hope in. Because honestly, if God didn't promise us anything, what hope would we have in the world? Mm -hmm. You know, if it was like nothing is promised, you could, you could do well, you could do horrible. Like there's nothing you can do that I'm going to guarantee anything. You know, like Mm -hmm. if there was, if he didn't give us any promises, we wouldn't have anything to hold on to that's of permanence because his promise, like, I said earlier, is really his commitment to us. It mm-hmm. gives us hope. It gives us a part of him to anchor into and to hold on to, to pursue and be encouraged by. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So talking about all these promises, point number three, what are these promises? When you look that up, you get like so many. I literally wrote, there are so, 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 so many, so many. <laughs> So like <laughs> there really are so many promises to God and they're all throughout scripture, all throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed a few yeah. um, to encourage you and um, all these are backed by scripture and I will include a big, big old list of these scripture references um, in the description for this episode. So you guys so if can you go want, back you can and go read look, them. Yep. Read them. Also to like just have them yeah. um, in writing rather than having to like listen back to the podcast and find me saying and this and this and this. I'm just going to I'm That'll not going to be really important too <laughs> because if there's like a, a season in your life you're struggling with something and one of these things resonate or one of the things you read resonate yeah. that like okay God promised this write it down and put it in front of you sticky note yep. put it in front of you so you can see it and remind yourself that God promised this to you yes so some of the things God promises to strengthen you promises to give you rest promises to free you promises to take care of your needs answer your prayers work everything out for your good be with you, to provide for you, to give you abundant life, to make good plans for you, and to let nothing separate you from his love. Mm-hmm. Mm. You have read every single one of those, but the what when I kind of what I was talking about at the beginning, the one I want to point out is yeah. the one that it says he promised he will make everything good for you. Yeah. So like even those dark times. So like for us, um, like going through the miscarriage has been really hard for like Adam and I, obviously. 
Yeah. But I've been taking it as like, okay, God's going to work this really dark season, this, this terrible thing that has happened out of good. And I've been like seeing him move lately yeah. for that. Like some things have like, he's put on my heart, like, okay, you've gone through this. Like, what can you do to help others that are also going through these kind of things? And I'm like, okay, so this really dark season I've been going through for years, I'm seeing yeah. some light of like how he's going to use this for good for not only me, but for others as well. So like yeah. those dark things, he will always make them for good. Like the, those dark things don't come from him. Those bad things that happen to us do not come from God, but he will use them for good. Yeah. And if it's dark, it's not the end of the story. Like if no. it's, if it's not good, it's not done. It's not, it's not done. No. I'm trying to find the exact, um, I know it's in Philippians. Um, ah. <laughs> I'm trying to find the reference that it's talking about, you know, we're just going to go ahead and for time's sake, consult our friend, um, working on things for good. Handy dandy Google. <laughs> yeah, when I read that, I was like, oh, it's oh. actually in Romans. Oh, it's Romans. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why you couldn't find it. Son, it Philippians. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> Romans. Romans. Yeah. Um, because talking about the context of this, too, uh, Romans 8. Uh, 28, it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Mm -hmm. So if you love God and are called according to his purpose, um, it's going to be worked out for your good. Yeah. Like you said. And so that's one of the things I want to say though. I don't think it works out for good for everybody. You know, like I don't think that everybody everything just works out for good you know how everybody it's like oh it's gonna be okay it's all gonna yeah it's all gonna work out for good if i don't know you if i don't know if you love god or not because it like, it, it says yeah. it, it's for those who love him if you do not love god there is no promise mm-hmm. that it like that's the thing with all these promises that like it's we said for before, those that love god <laughs> it's for those that love god and it's for those who Go after him and pursue him mm-hmm. and are truly moved, truly persuaded, truly believe yeah. in him and what he has for them. And like it said before, how there's like conditional and unconditional promises that it talked about in the Bible. Like an if then statement, like if mm-hmm. you ask, if you do this, yeah. if like there is a part on your end to have to see some of these promises through. Yeah. And so like that one says works everything, causes everything to work for good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. Not every human on earth, you know, but for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So it's so interesting. But yes, like you said about your super dark situation. (laughs) So sad. But the thing is, though, like the more I lean into God and see like how he because because I love him and I am I reach to him for help. Like he's making it known like what he's doing. He's going to take this terrible thing and not only good. And not only is it like rewarding and not only are you getting to access this amazing thing in this life because of it like what he is bringing you into and calling you to Mm -hmm. that you would not be able to do had you not gone through this experience exactly but you're also storing up treasure in heaven for yourself because you are being tested you are being put through a trying time (laughs) your faith is being tested and 
um, it's proving the genuineness of your faith, which the Bible says is more precious than gold that mm-hmm. is refined by fire. Like your faith getting back up through this difficulties and getting back up through this hard time and sticks and saying, I know God is still good. Mm-hmm. I still love God. I still have faith in God. I still know that he is working this out. I know that he has good plans. I know that he's not letting me down. I know this isn't from him. I know that his will is better than anything I could come yeah. up with you know like yeah because you're staying in that the reward that you're getting yourself for eternity and the faith and the strength the spiritual muscle that you are gaining from this is mm-hmm. just like significantly gonna improve your life for oh, yeah legitimately the rest of eternity yeah just <laughs> <laughs> so cool and that's why i think paul tells us like to rejoice when trials come because yeah. it really like we've talked about before without a battle there is no victory mm-hmm. without the trial that like what good are the promises if we don't have struggle like yeah if we never needed rest why would the promise to give us rest help us if we were never weak why would god promising to strengthen us mean anything to us if we never had any needs why would the promise of taking care of our needs mean anything to us you know if we didn't have any prayers if we didn't go to god ask for if we didn't have any prayers about that why would answering our prayers (laughs) be significant at all you know like if it it promises to provide what do you need provided for like you you need things you have needs you have Mm -hmm. um lack in your life you know like promises to give you abundant life like (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, though? yeah, like, absolutely. It's so good because the trials and the dark times and the uh-huh. gaps in life. Well, like, I feel like God made these promises because like you have Satan who now is the ruler of the world. And he's like, no, I don't want my children to go without on yeah. this evil world now because Satan is in control. So here's my promises to my children. You just have to come to me and I can give you everything that I promise. Yes. And he's saved us from the world because of what he did. Because of Jesus going and taking back Mm -hmm. the keys. But it's still, we have to choose him over Satan. Yes. We we still have to believe him. to the world. You have to accept your free gift. You have to accept our gift from God and and commit to loving him. Like, commit to God and, like, really show our love. But if we go the other way to Satan, God can't help us because we're not choosing God. Yeah, so that kind of flows right in. Point number four, what do we do or should we do in response to the promises Mm, of God? So my thing, I said right right off the bat, you have to believe them even when you can't feel or see them. Mm -hmm. You can't, you're not going to get the promises if you don't believe in the promises. Mm -hmm. Like it said, um, referring in James when I was talking about wisdom, um, for those who ask for wisdom and without doubting it yeah you know that have the faith that god's going yeah. to provide it you like that's fully believe yes you can't <laughs> just half like very doubt it. okay well like, i guess i'll try can i get some wisdom god i don't know if you're gonna give it to me oh well, you probably well, not you're probably not gonna answer me yeah. but like but, yeah so if you come to him in doubt like that you have to fully go to god yeah you have to believe <laughs> the promises and believe that God is going to keep his word even yeah. when it doesn't look like it's happening. Yeah. Like in your situation. Mm-hmm. Which and I, I will I will admit it is not easy. Yeah. It is definitely a trial. It's a constant but, fight. Yeah, and, and it is. But like even in those tough times, like and it could be hard. Go to God and be like, just give me the strength. Like I, I know you're there and I believe in you. I'm just having a really hard time and I'm ready to check out. He'll give you that strength. Yeah. The other thing I said too, um, 
what we should do in response to the promises of God. We need to know them. Like we need to memorize them. We need to remind ourselves of them daily to avoid Mm -hmm. being tricked by the devil. Like you're saying, it's a constant battle. Like your mind is a battlefield. The devil will not stop coming at you with thoughts especially in your weakest moments especially when you need god uh-huh. the most oh, yeah. satan's like oh let me jump on this here you know and just he tries to puts hook those, his claws into you yes Oof. the thoughts of doubt the thoughts of did god really say that like look at adam and eve in the garden did god really say like that's did he really say we can't we can't do this or we can't do that like did god really <laughs> promise this yeah, yeah. And, like, and it's not that i love the well, the verse in First John, First John two twenty one says, "I write to you not because you not do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth." Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't know the truth. It's not that you don't believe in it. It's not that you don't believe in the promise. It's the fact that no lie is of the truth. And if you're not constantly reminding yourself of the truth, if you're not constantly going back to that truth, you're gonna forget that the lie is not of the truth uh-huh. because the lie will continually come. We live in this world where you are reminded of the lie yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. It's sucky and it's unfortunate <laughs> that you don't have to do anything and the lie will be like, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Like Satan yeah. will come in with that lie, but you have to fight back in your spirit and with uh-huh. the Holy Spirit and fight back with God's promises and God's truth. And in order to do that, you got to know them, mm-hmm. you know, like you got to either get in your Bible like every single day. <laughs> just, you just got to get into his word, surround yourself with his word, read it, read it out loud because that strikes the devil. It's like mm-hmm. a big slap in the face to him when you are legitimately reading and soaking in mm-hmm. the words of God and then memorizing them. Like how we've talked about before, memorizing key like verses that really speak out to yeah. you, that really help you. Um, if there's a promise from God that you find in this description that we have, or, you know, if there's a promise that you stumble upon that like really, you really want to hold on to that promise, um, really hold on to it, you know, like really grip onto it, memorize it. And then that way you're sinking it into your heart mm-hmm. and then, um, the Holy spirit can bring it back up yeah. into your mind. So that's one of the things, um, in order to get something into your heart, you have to think it a lot right yeah it starts in yeah. the thought and if we really want god's promises to be on the forefront of our mind we have to know them so to the point where they sink into our heart to the point that then what flows out of our heart are the promises of god mm-hmm. if you're dwelling on the what ifs and the lies yep. of the enemy and you're just shoving the promises of god to the back burner and saying okay I read that two weeks ago. It's fine. But then every single day after those two weeks, the enemy throws a thought at you of like, did he really say that this is going to happen? What uh-huh. about this though? But did you think about this? And like, yeah, the one time you read the promise versus the 14 times that the enemy has come at you, what's seeping down into your heart if you're not keeping guard? You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be the lie. So you really need to be purposeful mm-hmm. in just dwelling on the promises of god and really just taking them in and memorizing them and holding them into your heart i feel like doubt's like the the enemy's biggest weapon that he likes to use on us yeah and 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 i feel like in the case of because like i'm not perfect on reading the word all the time Uh, no but like so (laughs) i mean nobody is (laughs) i feel like that's something that you work on making it a habit habits like grow slowly so like even if it's you read something 
two weeks ago and then you start to feel those like the battle of the enemy putting lies in your head and mm-hmm. think of that they're like oh it's been like two weeks since i've been in the word immediately go to the word but even the beautiful thing about that though is um if you remember what it said, mm-hmm. it's the words itself that have speak power. Speak it over yourself. That's a, if you're yeah. memorizing it, if you're knowing it, yeah, it may be two weeks since you've opened your Bible. But if you but know what you, you read know and, and yep. you've thought about it, mm-hmm. if you like, it's more about getting the message and holding that message yeah. in your thoughts. Because if you, you get to a point sometimes where, um, you know the word of God. Uh-huh. I'm not saying like you're ever gonna have like the whole Bible memory, oh, like, no, no. <laughs> it, it, you know. But um, when you know certain things, like I say, the one all the time, I can do all things through Christ who yeah. strengthens me. Yeah. What's the difference between me speaking that mm-hmm. over myself and thinking about that thought, and, and me directly yeah. reading that yeah. from my Bible? There's, there's no there's difference. No difference. I'm saying the same words. It's mm-hmm. holding the same weight. It is yep. the same truth. So it's amazing because memorizing scripture and like dwelling on it and like keeping it with you and in mm-hmm. your mind yeah is really holding on to god's word yeah. it just so happens that like a physical bible and a physical it's it's kind of not a, cr- a crutch but it's definitely a huge help it's like it, an yeah. open book test it's like yeah. here's your test and here's an open book whereas but it's not like you're Oh, you haven't read your Bible in See, so long. You're doomed. And we have you know? a, we have an advantage in today's day and age because we have Google. So if like, oh, I'm really struggling with this feeling. What I don't even know what verse to go to right now or what yeah. chapter to go to. Google it. What verses for this? And that I've done this before. Or I'm like I'm struggling with worry or something. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. verses for worry. I'll find one that I resonate with. Then I go to the Bible and I find that. Then I start reading around it. Read the context. And I always ju- get the context. Yeah, I get the context. Amen. And then I just let God take me through the Bible wherever he wants me to go. Yeah. And that's, it's just, it's just so important to just keep the priority of what does God say? What is truth yeah. on your mind? You know, like yeah. surround yourself with the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's really, truly, it'll keep the promises of God on the forefront. It will not let you be deceived. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really will hold tightly. And it's also like you mentioned with the Google and stuff. If there's a verse that you're like, Oh, I know that there's a verse that says this kind of thing. Like we just did literally <laughs> we like do it five all minutes time, ago, <laughs> five minutes ago with Romans eight twenty eight, And yep. I'm like, okay, I thought it was in Philippians. I was scrolling and I couldn't find it in Philippians. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to Google like that verse. And it popped it up and like, Oh, beautiful right there. And bam, you know, like <laughs> so fast. And we got to pull it up and we got to read it. And, like, it's amazing. Like, you can use this technology for good. There's no shame in doing something like that, you know? Um, I just think it's just so powerful when you surround yourself with the truth, when you surround yourself with that, with the promises of God, and you really press into him. That's really when the breakthrough happens, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not this check mark off the box of, okay, well, you have to read you have to spend 10 minutes every day yeah, in your Bible. No. Like you have to spend X amount of time in prayer and X amount of time. Re- like it's not this legalistic box checky approach, you know, no. because the fact of the matter is what really is powerful is when you realize it's not a box checking matter. And what's the most powerful is just listening to the Holy spirit inside of you yeah. and distinguishing between his voice, your voice and the voice of the enemy and <laughs> yep. realizing there's a three person narrative happening in your head yep. that you got to, <laughs> you know, like that's really when stones start being turned over. That's really when things uh-huh. start happening. But 
a lot of times the Holy Spirit speaks through the Bible. So you got, mm-hmm. you got to learn it first. But once you've been familiar with it, like there is definitely weight to him just bringing it back up and your you know, like yeah. what he needs to speak to you in that day. Yeah. I know, especially in times of like super busy seasons of my life, like when I was working with Chipotle and mm-hmm. even when I was Instacarting because I was Instacarting for like super long hours and I was driving a lot. So there was a lot of time that I was just like in my car driving. So your mind's like wandering, you know, and it was really cool because God would speak to me. He would give me a verse um, that I knew from Bible quizzing and it was nuts. It felt like like a whole like sermon out of these like whatever section and would be talking to me. And so it was amazing because I was, I was dwelling on the word. I was meditating on the word. I was listening to the Holy spirit. I was having that time with him while I was driving, Mm -hmm. you know, like it wasn't this sitting down with a little cute lamp and a coffee and aesthetic space. It can happen anywhere. Exactly. (laughs) Anywhere, anytime. Amen. All right. A little bit of bunny trails, but moving in. <laughs> Final point for today. Point number five. Hold on tightly to the promises of God to stay truly anchored in the midst of life's storms. Amen. Woo! Oh, yeah. Amen. So, practical points. It's funny because we've just been talking about this for like the last like 10 minutes. <laughs> My first one is memorization is huge here. That's like that's... <laughs> If you can commit it to your mind, then it can sink down into your heart. And if you can take some of the verses um, and really, like, learn them and meditate on them, like, it's a huge game changer. I've been learning recently how, like, important and beautiful meditation can be. Yeah. Um, I, I talked to a girl that kind of ho- coaches people that have gone through miscarriages. And she's also a Christian. So we got, like, really connected on... Yeah like believing in God and like leaning into God. And one of the big things was well, breathing work. You do breathing work and meditation. So breathing work and meditation. And like, I felt like during that time of like talking and getting guided through meditation, that God was really like working into me and like, it's okay. I'm here. And I'm like, Aww. Oh my gosh. Meditation is like, wow. And I used to like kind of laugh at meditation. It's kind of calming your mind though, right? It's just kind of quieting down all of the static craziness that's going in your head. Just Mm -hmm. like really teach like purposely calming all of that noise and and just listening. It's really being still. It is, you know, it, like how the Bible tells, like, be still. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had more nice weather. Cause I really would just let it like sit in the grass, like kind of <laughs> yeah. ground and meditate. Awesome. Cause like we kind of talked about, uh, being in the nature that was last episode, but like, I am very much of like when I'm in nature, I yeah. feel God. So like being able to sit, like just touching like God's earth, the thing that God mm-hmm. created, like, being a creature of God's like creation yeah, being and really touching, feeling that you're a part yeah, of the creation, like being part of the creation yeah. and like, and just quieting and listening. Like meditation is, uh, can be such a beautiful thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, love it. Look at you throwing in on the practical stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't really do that. I, I just changed hey, it up. Season finale. <laughs> season finale, everybody. We're getting so bold. <laughs> such a long way from the start of this podcast i remember excited for season two yes <laughs> i remember the start and you're like i was kind of afraid to talk a little bit i like this podcast <laughs> has definitely helped me grow as well and Aww. i think it's helped me through this tough season too Aww. like be able to like talk to you and like really talk through things and like 
I feel like God works through us the entire time we're recording. Oh, absolutely. And then when people Definitely. reach out, like it, it, it opens up the door to talk to other people. It's like, wow, this is doing things for other people. Uh-huh. I just, and it, <laughs> yeah, we were like, we just wanted <laughs> like, to talk. So we did it for us. <laughs> no, but seriously, like me too, like spending time, um, thinking about all the different points and like making notes and yeah. like, asking God, God, what do you, what do you want me to say about this? God, what, what do you have to say about like, it's really for me personally too taking the time. Yeah. Has I feel like we're opening things. ourselves up for God to speak through us, and yeah. it, it, and it's just like such an amazing thing. Yeah, it's like you you said from before we started this, you felt called to do something like this. Yeah, and just to have this like setting to where we can do it, and we're speaking just to people and letting God space. speak to yeah. people. Yeah, it, it's just it's so awesome. I'm so yeah. glad we started oh, this. Oh, like because honestly, God like wants us to ask questions like yeah we talked about so absolutely often. and having an environment where you can like discuss with somebody and talk about okay well like what does the word say about this how do we interpret like what does society do what do, what do we do what do, like and just talking he made through us things. super curious creatures but he yes. also gave us the truth and it's been so cool to see like the different revelation that yeah. we've been able to like have just for ourselves like mm-hmm. on our own and the, our own conversation yeah and whatnot and it, okay so it's kind of funny because this kind of ties into my second <laughs> practical tip um so the second practical tip is to talk to people who are also <laughs> familiar with god's promises and will remind you of them yes so find wise people and mentors to surround yourself with and talk to during confusing times yes they say i forget what verse it is but bad company ruins good morals mm-hmm. um and there is so much weight to who you let speak into your life yeah who you listen to who you believe what perspectives you agree with and don't agree like it really matters yeah who you listen to mm-hmm. and who you're receiving from and so you have to be really careful who that is so my encouragement for you in this practical tip how do i hold on to god's promises in my life um surround yourself with people who also know god's promises yeah surround yourself to with people who will point you to god's word and say hey you should read this chapter or whatever like hey i think this would be really good for the situation you're going through you should read this part of james for what you know like Mm -hmm. whatever it is somebody who's going to keep pointing you towards god and what god has to say about things and encourage you to seek him in all aspects of your life surrounding yourself with those kind of people is super impactful yeah absolutely i mean it's just helped us just with each other yeah and like uh, we didn't expect that (laughs) but it's just so cool like because you think like we've talked about this before you think back to before you think a little ways back and you're like wow i really see where god has moved from then to now and yeah and it's just so cool because we just started just sitting on the couch chit-chatting. Yes. And I also <laughs> encourage you to like um, to not be afraid to have these kind of conversations no. with not just people because it sounds very like, oh, people, like strangers. <laughs> like you immediately think of like some hobo Joe off the street yeah, that no. you've never like, met. Your friends, your loved yeah, ones, Yeah, like your, your family. family. That's something like Samuel and I have talked about so much of like going into being parents and raising our family. Mm-hmm. Like one of the biggest things we want to do is to constantly – talk about God and talk about what God's doing in our lives because I feel like it's an assumed thing. A lot of times, Mm -hmm. like it's assumed that God's working in your life. It's assumed that you have a relationship with God, but not that it's taboo, but it's almost taboo to talk about like, Oh, God's really been speaking to me about this. Like how often do we have a conversation with somebody that it's like, what's been, what, 
what has God been doing in your life lately? Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, like that is that so rare. <laughs> yes. But when it is and when it does happen, it's amazing because then we get to connect with people. We get to connect with each other. Mm-hmm. We get to relate with people. Yeah. And then like Sam and I have talked about, we can teach our kids like, okay, this is what having a relationship with God looks like. And look, mom and dad have a relationship with God. You can have a relationship with God too. God yeah. wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to be personal. It wants to, you know, mm-hmm. and just to show that that's an actual thing that you walk out it's a daily it's a living it's not just past news you know it's yeah. god is moving every single day things are happening every single day and so surrounding yourself with people who also believe that and who also have a relationship with god and fostering these conversations about things and being open and non-judgmental like talking about back to our episode of like loving through disagreement and yeah. whatnot creating a space of okay we need to be able to question what God means by this or what God means by that and it not be like an attack or defense type yeah. situation. You yeah. know, like we need to band a, together a and nice be like open space to ask questions, discuss them. Yes. Like, yeah. I think that's so important because like, I feel I, kn- I know those that feel guilty for questioning Yeah, and then they're like, well, maybe I'm just not that strong in my yeah. faith and, and feel guilty for that. And then it mm-hmm. just, and then, and then, it, and then the enemy is just like, Yes, yes. And, and it's like so sad to see but come like, to the dark side but like we have cookies being yeah. it, and it's it's so important and it can be really uncomfortable for those that yeah. are feeling this guiltiness of questioning but it can be so healing and good to have these conversations and it being open and non-judgmental like mm-hmm. still- and if you don't have like if you don't feel like you have an answer if you don't feel like like you have the wisdom to impart mm-hmm. on somebody it it makes such a big di- difference even to just say you know, like, that's a really good point. Like, I'll be praying that God gives you that answer, like, that God gives you wisdom on that. Mm-hmm. But, like, and banning with people and being like, okay, I stand with you. Yeah. You're seeking this answer. You're seeking this thing. I'm going to pray for you that God's going to answer that. That yeah. God's going to, like, come to your call. Of the, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to find the wisdom. You're going to find the understanding of your question that you have, of all that kind of stuff. You need people to stand next to you and to connect and love on you and yeah. say, I agree. I'm going to stand right here with you and ask God, why, why is this thing happening? Give us perspective, give us clarity, give us wisdom, you know, Mm -hmm. (sighs) it just makes such a big difference. You know, it it really does. Like there's no reason to feel guilty for being curious and questioning. Like, Mm -hmm. but like you said, surrounding yourself with those that also believe in God and love God, like, and just having these open conversations. Yeah. There's something beautiful about having these open conversations and not feeling judged. Amen. Hey, if you ever need somebody to talk to these open conversations, uh, or here, (laughs) I love talking to people about God stuff. Like, absolutely love. I had this coworker um, when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. His name was Al. Loved Al. He was great. Um, He was hilarious. He was very large, too. He was a very large human. (laughs) And um, it was so funny. So he was an atheist. And he's like, Katrina, he's like, I love having like theological, well, I think he was atheist. Maybe he was like a, like a Buddhist or something like odd or like that. I don't forget exactly. Uh-huh. We had very different views on life, um, very different theologies. Needless, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think it was Buddhist because he's like, there's this thing called like flow state. He's like, and I see you in flow state. And it was oh, like, okay. I know, it was really okay. fun. <laughs> I know, it was intriguing. I'm always like intrigued when people are like, oh, you know. Um, and so he said, like, Katrina, I love talking to you because, like, you don't get, like, offended. Like, you're, like, one of the only people that I've met who can, like, 
talk about it and not get mad about it or not be all yeah. spiky about it, you uh-huh. know. And I'm like, Amen, thank you, Al. Like that makes me feel good because <laughs> that's like one of the best things that you could tell me because it makes me feel so loved that because that's that's God. Like when people yeah. come to him and are like, Oh, what's this? What's that? He's or, not you gonna know, like punish you for being away or whatever. He's yes. just like Welcome home, my child. Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's just so good, but <laughs> Amen. Promises of God. You know, we Beautiful. want a little bit of little tangents here and there. That's but okay. I think there's all good. That's nothing know? new for us. <laughs> Amen. And what I a w- way to end our season, right? Yes. Great way to end our season. Yes. I love it. So thank you so much for listening in episode 35, the season finale of our first season ever of Let's Talk Truth. What a success. Woohoo. Uh, we will be coming back for season two, although the date is to be determined. We have quite a few life events happening, um, not to disclose too much, but involving a newborn child and uh, <laughs> getting adjusted to having a, another human in the, in the life. So um, we know that our first season started in November of this past year, so we are kind of gauging for maybe like November, December of this year of 2023. But honestly, people, it could be a little before. It could be a little after. We don't know. We just know that we will be back and we will keep you posted. Um, so stay posted with our Instagram. We will let you know uh, when we are starting to record season two and when that's going to start being released. We have so thoroughly enjoyed listening to your guys's comments and what you have to say about this podcast we really hope that you have gotten something out of these and that you have enjoyed it just as much as we have and it's blessed you in a way that it's blessed us as well so thank you again so much for all your support we love you and we will see you some tuesday from now bye